Welcome to another episode of Girl What? I'm your host, Danielle Denise, and I'm joined by my very first Zoom guest and fellow podcaster, co-host of 8 More Than 92 podcast. I almost butchered that, but I saved it. (laughs) And he's also a Navy nurse. So please welcome James Harrison. Thank you for... Thank you for uh, having me on here today. We got this one down. This one went good. It's like an NBA call out before I come to the finals. So I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Welcome. I'm glad to be on. It's my favorite. It's my favorite show outside of mine, you know. You're just trying to make me blush. Got to be. I got to be. I got to be a good guest, you know. <laughs> You're doing phenomenal. How are you doing today? It's pretty good today. Um, my Titans got a win. So, you know, we 3-0. So, it's uh, nothing bad. If they did lose, it'd probably be a different dynamic and tone that I was on here with. Mm. Well, I'm glad they won for the sake of my episode. <laughs> it would have been, been a hard fake, but just to have been fake laughing, knowing we lost the way we was about to lose would have been hurtful. And my fantasy would have took a huge hit. So, I'm glad they pulled it out. Out. Well, shout out to fantasy football. Are you also doing like DraftKings and bets and stuff like that? So I don't really get, I get luck on shit that I didn't think I was going to get lucky for. But like whenever I put my money into something, I never get lucky like that. So I don't do all that with money involved. I just kind of do the stay in your lane free pool. So like I, I get moral victories and like high fives and shit, but no money. Mm, got you. Well, there's money out there if you ever change your mind. That's true. Can I cuss on here? I don't. I'm yeah. probably too past that. Okay. What What is your favorite curse word? Do you have one? Depends, like uh, bitch or something like. Boy, it depends. It depends on what I'm saying. Like, it can get really country cussing, like, oh, this nigga here, yeah, boy, I tell you, or uh, you something like that. A little country. I mean, you are from Tennessee, right? Six one five on, born and raised. Oh, hey now. Nashville, Tennessee. Of course, country product through and through. I love it. I'm a Cali girl, so um, I think bitch is pretty pretty standard. I like bitch. Y'all don't I put like the, the fuck same, when it applies to, though. Y'all don't put, like, the same emphasis in, like, man, you're a bitch. Like, you got to really, like, yeah. you put more on the CH and we put it on the B, like. Depending on how long you hold that B, that's really like being predicated on how serious it's gonna be. Like, or like, fuck is like more like how sugar is the Kool Aid. So fuck is not a standalone. Like, man, the fuck is you talking about, nigga? So it's it's like a compound. It's never like a standalone word. So it's like, and it's like you know, none of the words are spelled exactly how they sound. Like, man, this motherfucker here. So it's like an M and an F and C U K A and all that shit. But y'all are very proper. It's kind of weird. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry, because it is what it is. All right. You appreciate it. So we're going to get into today's topic. We're going to talk about COVID because we're still in a pandemic. There are still cases rising. People are still out here getting infected. And, oh, my Lord. 
my neighbors are doing the most above me. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. I was going to play it <laughs> off, but I don't care. I heard it. It louder like it came through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because it was as you was giving the COVID proclamation about how shit is near your roof cave then. <laughs> right. I wasn't even talking shit. I'm just like, these are facts. But we're going to talk about being infected with COVID. Um, it is a disease. And unfortunately, my, well, unfortunately, but fortunately, my guest has had it and survived it. <laughs> <laughs> He's here like for a, his survival story. Sound like I had AIDS or got off my chest. <laughs> didn't say it was all that. It was uh, it was COVID nineteen. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a different level. But yes, um, and especially with you working in the medical industry for the most part, I don't know if there are different measures of how that worked for you. Um, I just want to get into like everything you're willing to share, like who, what, when, where. Um, starting with like maybe when you got it and maybe how you thought you got infected because I feel like the way they told us of how we could get this is like you could just go outside and breathe and then boom you have the disease so I don't know how intense it was for you so um, I can only say so much because I signed an NDA non-disclosure agreement to only say the word uh, vid in 19. So now nah, I'm playing. Um, Listen, so, I believed you. <laughs> nah, uh, so um, I guess just kind of how it was. Um, I make sure I watch my um, so I make sure I slow down talking. So I basically like we started in March when we was doing it and uh, uh caught myself we started in march and we just seen like a whole bunch of patients and stuff come in and everything was kind of like the normal and it's kind of it was being it was extra more than it was cautionary because where i'm at with my job is because everybody was so hypersensitive over the, the disease um since everybody was so hypersensitive over the disease that even if you came up to cough or slightest symptoms, you know, you had to go home or they would do like a spider web. So, um, what is a spider web? Spider web is basically, so say Danielle, you came in and you came in coughing, right? So if they think that you hit enough for COVID, then they'll send you in for COVID. But anybody that was around you, they put them off of work until your tests come back right so say like some people come in just for sinus or a headache and they would just send them home just for precautionary but if you say hit three of the signals for covid which is like loss of taste loss of smell headache cough and any of those type of three they're going to send you in for covid testing specifically and when they do that once you get to that type of um phase then anybody that had any type of contact just in case they're going to send them on a I don't know what they call it, what y'all call it but we call it like ROM but it's basically that you got to go in quarantine basically and so until that person that was the initial cause of it comes back clear so you're going to have to be delayed and if they do come back positive then everybody that has some type of contact with them whether it's touching hands or working with them or whatever then they got to get tested as well but that's what the spider web is basically anybody that person came into contact with they have to all be in the same quarantine until the main person comes back negative. Got it. Okay. I feel like my job that happened sometime in August too, ironically, it's 
someone had it in the office. So we all had to get tested. We had to stay out of the office for two weeks. And then we went back to work. So being that you were in a facility with COVID patients, mm-hmm. you were already getting tested and stuff, right? So they weren't testing us specifically in medical. They were, so like where I'm at right now is I'm not at a hospital where I'm at in my job, like on a ship. So like you got the medical department of the ship and then you got like the certain areas, like you got the people who work in the kitchen area, you got the people who work in the engine room, you got the people who work um, doing like the labor parts, like sanding and stuff like that. So they don't necessarily get tested, but they won't let you come on the ship period until you have been cleared to like, come on and say, you haven't said yes to any of the questions. So we weren't giving out tests per se on the ship. We would send them to the main hospital if, but they had to qualify. That's weird. You got to have enough symptoms to even qualify to get the test because it was so limited so they're not just going to test anybody that comes through with Corona symptoms. Cause all, you know, if you guys just start coughing, if any, like every common cold has the same, like two, three symptoms, nausea, headache, coughing, congestion, you know what I mean? So it's so easy to get those confused, but there's an outlier to each one that separates them from all. So anybody can sit there and have that, especially with the weather changes and stuff like that allergies go. So you're not going to send everybody in for a COVID test cause it was so limited. So we technically weren't working under COVID people because we didn't have an outbreak at the time. Okay, got it. So then how do you think you got in contact with it? So what was I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's funny. So from, it started in March. So from like March to June, like everything was cool. I wasn't like doing anything extra. I didn't come in contact with all. I went under the quarantine for like around June 15-ish. And that's because that was a patient that came in and they thought. So I was helping the patient that day. And so they sent it in. So I had no symptoms. And we hadn't had an outbreak yet on our ship except for like one person. And so I come back and I was already going on like time off. So I was going, so I was at home. So I don't have any symptoms and then I go home for like four days. So like a day or so before I'm supposed to go back to work, like I get like this bad ass headache, like this sinus, like it's just like a pressure, like on the front of my head. And I had like this bad ass headache and I just, it just hurt like shit. And I'm like, man, I, I haven't been sick since the fifth grade. So that was kind of like, what the hell? So I thought it was like a sinus infection or something like that. So it was like my head was pounding shit like that and I didn't do anything. So that's why I was kind of like, well, how am I getting it when I'm like on vacation versus all the times I've been working, I never get the symptoms. So that lasts for like a week of the, that lasts for like a week of that. And so I'm sitting there and it's like a week go by and I'm like, all right, this kind of weird. I ain't never had nothing last as long. They ain't doing them giving me like the quill and shit and Sudafed or ibuprofen like to just manage the headaches. So I'm like, okay, it's been like a week. And so at this point I hadn't been on the ship when the we had like our big, big, big thing happen, like a big outbreak. So I had already been off. So I, I come back and they're like, yeah, this is, um, yeah, it's like a whole bunch of people are going out left and right. 
So I'm like, word. I was like, ain't this the bitch? I was like, hmm. So I'm I'm jokingly like, man, dang, man, I could have wanted them time. I want that time off while y'all wait and get it when it comes through. But it's like I said, a week goes by. And so he was like, yeah, we started getting tipped off when people were saying they lost taste and smell. And so I was like, hmm, that's crazy. So I didn't, you know, you don't really register that your body knows like a whole bunch of taste and smell. And you can only taste salt. So black people, of course, overseason their stuff with salt a lot. So I, when I was eating at home, I didn't really notice that I wasn't tasting it because I could t- still taste the salt. And like, I know what Powerade or orange juice or something tastes like without me even looking in the cup. So I'm not even really paying attention that I had lost my taste and smell. So I was just kind of like, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. So I think I had just bought black ice. And if anybody has bought black ice air freshener, that's the strongest type of that's the strongest type of air freshener out there. So I'm like, I can't smell it after like two days. I'm like, hmm, it don't usually go away that quick. So it's like all under my nose. And have you ever seen the have you ever seen the like the things they use to get people from being unconscious? The little sniffers. Yes. He put that thing all under my nose and I was like, oh, is it under there? It. No, he told me to close my eyes. I didn't know it was there. So yeah, he put it all up under there and I couldn't smell it. And I was like, man, fuck. So at that point, that's when I realized I kind of had it and I had to go get myself tested because they weren't going to put me one in because they thought I was faking it and like had me like around people to come back up there until they realized like I still had a cough and I had like a headache. And so they was like waiting and waiting. Go ahead. Pause. So are you, this is at your job getting mm-hmm. checked in or checkups. And you're saying they were like, eh, let's keep waiting and see. <laughs> Basically, like, let's just keep it going. Just keep coming here like every day and like getting checked out in the morning. Oh so I was goodness. just like, yo, like this shit going on way longer. I was just like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like my head booming, like I is it's terrible at this point. So I'm just like, I just snuck and did it. And I got, did the test, which sucked. And wait, what did you do the, through the nose, mouth swab, what kind? Man, they did that little shit where they put a knife up your nose and like scrape a piece of your brain out and put it in like a little jar. And then they take a a lobotomy. No, they didn't take my brain, but, uh, they basically, just went up there and tenderized and just see if it was ready or some shit. And then they told me to go. And then two days later, I got the call and said I was uh positive. How did that feel? Uh, you want my honest answer? You want the honest side to the streets? Give me your honest answer. Because like, oh, okay. I know for me, like if I had a positive result, like I think about that for even like, you know, anything else you get tested for, STDs and stuff like that. So you do all these things to know your status, and this is just an mm-hmm. extension. So if I got positive, I would low-key, I would feel a little ashamed, a little ashamed, even though, like, COVID and, like, STDs or even HIV is, like, a whole different thing. It's still, like, that feeling of not knowing that anxiousness you know and then like if it comes out positive it's like <gasps> like I'm dirty now like there's a stigma on me <laughs> but and, and then there's no cure on top of that so it's like what do, what do you do what do you do like if I got the call I'd be shocked 
I probably wouldn't tell nobody. I'd probably just close my blinds and really be a hermit crab up in here. <laughs> well, um, I didn't take it to the extreme that you took it as far as like I know I that is call, dramatic, but all everybody and tell like like it's an STD test or something like that. Thankfully, I've never had no STD calls ever. I've given them because I'm a preventative medicine person, so I have to. Oh, so you distribute the phone call? Oh yeah, I got to. I've distributed the call where the person's there, and I've distributed the call where the dude's like, "Can you do it for me?" And then. I study in. Why do you do it for other? Like you do it for the patient. So you got three options. You can do it to where he does it. You or you can do it to where he gives you the number, and you do it, or you can do it where you watch him do it. And then I've also had it to where the guy didn't speak. The guy's wife didn't speak English, so he was just lying to her about when she when he gave her STD, and I just knew something was up because she was just too calm as she was holding a newborn baby. And I think it was probably like four or five months. And so they brought a translator in and told her the truth. And she just started bawling out crying. And it was, Aww. it was, it was funny. Like it wasn't funny because she caught it, but it was funny because it's like, boy, you, and he was Filipino dude. So they ain't niggas ain't shit, but boy, <laughs> you just ain't shit, boy. It was just, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was kind of like I knew, but I just, I mean, what could I do? You know what I mean? Like, for the streets, you know, I held it down. I probably, you know, I did like some uh, extra shit, you know, um, I bought me some extra guns. They couldn't keep a real nigga down. You know, that's, that's what I tell everybody else on my statuses, but, uh, for, um, to myself, I don't know. I guess it was kind of like, I knew I had it at a certain point. I knew I had it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't need the test to come back and tell me like, I, I, I did my research enough. I seen enough. And I was just like, fuck when I lost that and I don't get sick. So I was just like, I knew I had it. So it was kind of like, what could I do at that point? And then it's so shitty of a disease to catch because there's no cure for it, like you said. And they only give you no fucking medication, right? So this is what they told me. They said, Wait, they don't even you got, give you, like, hell no. Nah. Look, they told me to stay at the house. Don't come in contact with anybody. Don't do nothing. Just self-isolate yourself and do all this. I ain't get shit. So, um... So it was, I think I caught like pneumonia during the time too. So it was just extra, but I just didn't have time to like really panic. It was just like, what, what was I going to do from that? You know what I mean? Like, right. like if I slowed down and like stopped working. So I just like went heavy, heavy on the show. Right. Like I just like, I was just like doing Uber shit for the show, like nonstop. So I was just working podcast, on the podcast right? heavy. So I was just like, if I stop, I'm going to sit there, freak out and shit like that. But I just, I just didn't, it's just, like I said, it was nothing I could do. You know what I mean? So I was just like, let's just say worst case scenario, I do die. And I'm just like, well, let me get out enough stuff to where they can make a bomb ass highlight reel at the funeral or some shit like that. And what I tell everybody, I say, anybody who had an 8192 t-shirt, that's the only way that you get into the funeral because you had to have a podcast shirt on. But I mean... At that point, um, <laughs> you still got the red, I know. So at that point, um, you, I, it's nothing really you could do. Um, I had people looking at me at the same time. So it was kind of like, I didn't really have a chance to really panic and sit there and worry about myself. Um, because like, if I was going to sit there and panic and shit like that, then, you know, like they're going to start freaking out and shit like and everything. And then my mama and all them start calling me and shit and my sister. And it just was kind of like, you know, 
what, what am I going to get out of that? You know, so like it's I'm either I, I was going to say this would be a bitch ass way to die for all the shit I had to go through in my life. This would be like the sorriest fucking way to die. Like when the alligator, when a crocodile hunter got killed by a stingray, like you was supposed to die by a crocodile. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the most hating shit to be taken out by the disease versus like all the shit over. I don't stare down guns, fight niggas left and right, but I don't catch some shit at home on a four days off of doing nothing. So. silent killer like it takes nothing like you barely knew you would have it they get i remember in the very beginning of quarantine there was like three symptoms three symptoms mm-hmm. turned into like a 45 thing yeah like if you blink slowly you might have it or something strange and then that's the yeah like, i even heard like circulation issues like you can have your toes amputated after a while and i'm like damn she diabetic shit <laughs> that's what i'm saying like they threw it in everything that it sounded like it was just the end all be all you know like once you got it it's a wrap so yeah i feel you i would be highly upset like this is how i'm gonna go out that's that's trash but at the same time it is kind of happening in that regard but it is coupled with the um pre-existing ailments and stuff that if you had cancer and stuff like that yeah. compromise your immune system so yeah. you never like, no, know. Like, luckily you know, i was relative hmm? go ahead no i was gonna say luckily i was relatively healthy but then it was like that's what i was about bl- to say like you're healthy <laughs> black black people they say um had like a higher chance of doing stuff but i mean i didn't i wasn't like you know i'm a drinker or smoker heavy or anything like that so i wasn't you know i keep myself in good shape um so i wasn't really tripping about that it's just i just didn't want I didn't want to be the one. I mean, I wanted days off, of course, but I didn't want to like be the poster child of it. But I mean, it happened and it happened. So, I mean, I'm here. So, I mean, you're here to tell your story. And I'm exactly. Gonna, you know, break the news. Exactly. I ain't about to be like R. Kelly crying and say, You're killing me with this shit. But, you know, um, tell my piece. So, how did you take care of yourself? Like, did you take anything? Do any steam baths or any like remedies? So uh, every day I would just sit in the bathroom. I would steam up the bathroom and I would put on some uh, Luther and just beat dick. So um, and I just let it get steamy up there. And now I'm playing. Um, no, I really just Listen, just kind of. I would have believed you. Like you gotta stop playing with me. I'm gullible. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a remedy. Well, I noticed. Um, I'm good with my face. So that and text message, you'll never know if I'm being sarcastic, but not nah, really. I just kind of, I hate water. So I hate it with like a passion. Like I'm only drinking like Powerades or Gatorades or like, like Excuse lemonade packs. You don't drink water? I mean, if I have to, I drink water, but it's like, it's so regular of a drink. Like it don't do nothing. Like it's just there. It's just water. So things have to be flavored for you to drink it or sugar? I mean, it has to be like enticing. Like, oh my God, I'm, I've never seen nobody be like, oh my God, I'm thirsty. Let me get water. Like, that's weird to me. Like, it's nothing mean? quenching about water. I feel like I like water for the purity. Like, it doesn't taste like anything and it's just like a nice clear substance that's hydrating no. my soul. 
Like your body's made up of this substance. It's not made up of sugar and salt and all the other shit you'd be drinking. Look, I take my hips and I take my sugar and all that and I drink Powerade, okay? But I take all that. But no, I just I just drank like a lot of water instead of like and then I just had like a lot of like vegetables and like just things like that. Just kind of just kept it to where because it was really just like a lot of congestion and stuff like that. You would hear it in my voice. Um, I was just getting to that point where I could finally like hit a note singing. So if I was singing really low, I could just like harmonize some shit. But it was so congested, I could never hit the notes. So I just kind of kind of did that to kind of loosen it up until like my nasal passages is kind of gone. The only thing that hasn't changed is like I still had like this like feel like the insides of like my nostrils are like burned off or something like that but for the most part like the congestion shit is gone i just kind of just cut out maybe a lot of like the saturated shit i did and maybe all the unhealthy shit i probably felt like that was probably the worst time to be fast fooding it out (laughs) so i just was um and then i just did like uh a lot of like working out because I was in the house. So I tried to do like a lot of uh, calisthenics and things like that to take my mind off of it. And then uh, I just play Madden, play Madden or I would play Gears of War and I would just chill if I wasn't like recording or doing something for the podcast. See, you were so very active, like working out, potting, like you stayed very physically active while bogged down with this illness so what all okay besides from the sinus um inflammation and pressure it sounds like you lost your taste right you said Mm -hmm. and that was it or did you have other symptoms i lost taste and smell um i still have a cough I've kind of learned how to hold it in now but i kind of like had a cough but i think that was more like from catching ammonia and stuff like that but uh, loss of taste and smell was probably like the hardest one, but it didn't last that long. It was probably last for like a week, but I probably lasted longer than that. I just didn't notice that I lost it until somebody told me that was one of the signs and symptoms. Um, other than that, probably the only thing that kind of gets me is like the headaches and stuff. Like I went from having no headaches to like having headaches and shit like more often. So um, that's probably like the only lingering effect I had. What about, um, what was I about to say? Uh, just your energy levels. Like, were your energy levels still pretty good? You didn't feel it was like same. groggy or anything? It was the same. Uh, like I said, the only thing is just like be certain days when it'd be like, bow, big ass headache, and I just go lay down. So um, I think I talked to you like offline or something like that. So the only hard thing about going back to work is just like, it's, I'm, I'm holding in as if I'm like 100% straight. And so it's just like a lot to hold in from like when you get off. But like when I was home and I was feeling like shitty, I just go lay down and then like wake up or like just lay down for a little bit. And then I go right back to like moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just kind of like I didn't lose the energy per se, but it would be certain times, even if I'm hydrating all day, it's just certain times to where it just kind of hit me. And I just got to like, oh boy, let's go. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm pretty good at suppressing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can suppress the shit out of something. You know, it, like, it comes from, like, playing sports, and it comes from, like, going through shit. Like, I could li- literally put it off if I if I don't want to deal with the problem. So I probably probably should stop way long. Um, probably should stop way before I did. But, like, mm-hmm. I ain't want to, f- like, start crying and shit, talking about I'm dying. So I just kept myself busy. 
that's honestly a good idea. You got to keep yourself mentally stimulated. So mm-hmm. I think that's fine. And, and if you have the energy, why not? That yeah. way you're not just, you know, using it as a crutch. Like, oh, I can't do anything. That's <laughs> a great way to maximize your time. So how long Very much. do you think you had it, like the illness in your body? So from what I'm told, it's like the chicken pox or some shit like that, right? So like once you catch it, like it doesn't go away. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't catch it again, if that makes sense. Honestly, so, I don't even know if I had chicken pox as a child. Okay. So we we just make sure we talk to you from a distance. So um, but no, uh, yeah, so it's basically like I probably had it before I started the the little time I was at home, but you know, a communicable period is, you know, how long it takes to spread. So seeing I kind of started like a week later, it probably was around then. So maybe a week and a half I had it. So oh, about two weeks. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's a lot of people that's been asymptomatic and they have it. So it's kind of hard to really just kind of tell like when's it start and when's it go. Cause I mean, like I said, it's, it's asymptomatic so you don't not everybody displays the same thing and i my symptoms was way less than a lot of people's you know what i mean so it's it's just kind of like i don't it's kind of hard to timetable you know so i'll probably say like a week and a half though okay i feel like yeah it's within the time frame they say you have to like take care of yourself quarantine all that anyway so sounds about right um what else now okay since you've had it has this changed the way you take care of yourself no um, hygienically no no i mean i was already a clean person um i didn't really you know i wash my ass two times a day brush my teeth multiple times i have a a phobia that my breath stinks so i always got gum in my mouth so um it didn't really change anything um I think it's like my sixth time saying, um, so I'm trying to watch it, but uh, it's it didn't change anything. It just made me just try to maximize my day more, just for the simple fact that you never know what's coming. Not saying I thought I was on Crips Crips uh, Crips Keepers door, but it just as far as like hygiene and stuff like that, I didn't like I said, seeing it didn't progressively get worse. I don't think I anything like so i'm not a smoker i'm not a drinker or anything like that so it's not like i had like bad habits that i needed to nip in the butt you know what i mean i feel you um i know when i get sick though um i usually like will flip my whole diet so if i was eating terribly then i cut off everything i'm eating all salads all veggies i'm knocking sugar out like I try to like keep my immune system boosted as best as possible. I'm gonna still take my medicine if I need, but I like to start there and then like work my way into like a healthier lifestyle. But then I never maintain it. After I'm better, it's like, okay, now I can have this um, this cheese, you know, dairy and not everything bad because <laughs> I deprived myself to get better. You know? <laughs> That's why they say, you know, well, I don't want to say they, but I can see the benefits of going vegan, vegetarian, because it's like, if there's stuff like dairy, meat and stuff that can 
slow your immune system then. I did vegan before. It wasn't. It's, it's a lot of faking. I would rather be vegetarian than vegan. Vegan is a little hardcore. I don't say it's hardcore. It's just it's a lot of faking to me. Like, why am I making fake meat and fake chicken and fake all this shit? Like, when I could just exactly like I could just go eat this shit if I'm gonna be faking it. If I'm gonna give it up, I'm gonna be done with it. So, and then there's so much shit with milk and dairy in it. I was just like, man, look, I can give up the meat and I can give up the fish, but I gotta give up cookies, cheese, and milk. Like, that's bullshit. Like, I can't eat whole meat cereal. I don't eat almond milk. So, you don't like almond? straight i haven't tried oat milk that's the hot one right now in california and i haven't had it but i'm willing to try like these other like dairy alternatives i'm not mad at it's just the flavor has to be there like i've tried some vegan cheeses and those don't slap at all very weird texture it is like it tastes like cardboard now, like they vegan chicken patties, like them motherfuckers is. I don't even go back to regular chicken. Pat- like, you know, how, like the school at least always had them like chicken patties. Yeah. So you'd be having them like that. Them things was good. And I was like, man, you sure this is imitation meat? But like they got like imitation steak and imitation this and imitation that. And I was just like, this is doing the most. I wasn't like making a lifestyle choice. I was just wanting to see what it was about. Yeah. And that's good. I feel like everyone should just like give it a try, but you know, and people are stuck in their ways. And sometimes it just takes like health complications to get you there. I don't push it. Everyone can eat whatever they want. I just know that you might feel different, but like in a good way, you know, like mm-hmm. I felt lighter for sure, but I definitely had to eat twice as much to feel full. Because Hell yeah. And I don't know if you know this, like I have like some size on me. So like, I'm eating entirely too much. First, I was like, and then when you pushed it out, like my gas was weak. Like niggas didn't respect me when I farted and shit like that. Like, bro, what did you? I was like, they just, it just. It is one like you, you know, like that's like you don't want to smell it, but you can look at me like, man, that's a man right there. That that vegan shit, that was just. I lost a couple friends from that, but no, seriously though, I just it wasn't nothing bad. Um, energy level was cool. Didn't have that like bloaty feeling about like when you eat grease and stuff like that it was all cool it's just i think i like dairy products or stuff like that more than i like meat so that's the ultimate factor of it i don't like the losing of meat and shit i mean the losing of dairy and shit like that because you put so much of it in everything oh i know right cooking with it is the thing to make things good but we kind of digressed so going back to COVID, <laughs> do you think you'll take the vaccine when it becomes available? Fuck no. Why not? Because what is it going to give me? I already caught it. You know what I mean? So I couldn't catch it again. True. Okay. So since you caught it, didn't anyone reach out to you about being like a test or not a test, but I think they're either collecting your your blood for antibodies. They're going to they gonna have to pay me a bag. Oh, Okay. So, I ain't, they ain't about to, they ain't about to get me on no Marvel, no Marvel mutant shit. If I ain't coming through <laughs> with no superpowers, if I ain't coming through with like no check or something like that, like I'm either gonna be Captain America, or I'm gonna have uh Bruce Wayne pay uh bank account. That's the only way that'll happen. Okay. Now, what if your job says you have to take the vaccine? I'll be, I'll be unemployed. Okay, sticking to it. I understand. 
I feel like it's going to come down to a point where they're going to force it on us somehow. Well, I mean, you could look at the flu shot, right? And this is like the only, this is like the only professional I'll sound like on here, like without being too casual. So the flu shot basically is, I'm going to give you a shot every year what we think of it is. This year we think it's A, B, and C. So we're going to give you a vaccine for A, B, and C. So hopefully this is what we did our test on. This is what we're projecting. It's going to be possibly the flu that comes out. So I give you A, B, and C fuck around and figure out, damn, it was D, C, and E that was the actual flu. So that means the flu shot technically does not help you or keep you from getting the flu. The flu shot is a liquid of probability that they test because they've done their test to show that like this is what they've done their research on and these are the strands of the flu that might be out here today. So there's so many strands of the flu out there and it's just they try to encapsulate it in one vaccine. So you can still get the flu excuse me you can still get the flu yeah. um after getting the vaccine but you do not get the flu immediately after having the vaccine you cannot if your nose starts running or if anything starts happening that is not the flu the flu is probably going to kill you and you will not be making it into medical the next day talking about i think i got the flu so it's an inactivated vaccine that means it's not alive so the only time you can really get sick from something is if it's a live vaccine the one they put in your nose and a live vaccine just means the virus is actively alive right now but it's not enough to hurt you but it's enough for your body to build antibodies with so that's the difference in that wow see i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah. i definitely well my understanding of the flu shot was yeah it's a new strand of flu predicted by whoever cdc or whoever controls it but it's also like a it's exposing you Mm -hmm. to the virus and how your body reacts whether you do get like sick or not is Mm -hmm. how your body is going to fight it i guess i don't know but it's it's part of that. I think that's what they try to get to like they try to get you like, hey, we're gonna give you this and explode now. It's like part of what you said, but it's is what they think is going to be the flu. It doesn't stop you from getting seasonal allergies or sickness and stuff like that. And if it's wrong, you can still get the flu after having a flu shot. That just means they struck and missed with it. So technically you can have some people, I won't point them out, but you can have some people who have not gotten the flu shot. And they could be perfectly fine. So it's that's why I said it's all about probability. And that's all the flu shot is. So with that being said, I feel like there's no vaccine that you could have ready that could cure all be all in less than a year's time. So there's no way I'm going to be taking something I already caught for a preventative measure if you tell me I can't catch it again. So what's the worst that's going to happen to me? So there were cases of people catching it multiple times no i don't know if they were true but you know so so i started freaking out maybe like three weeks before i went back to work i started having like same symptoms again i was like yo what the fuck going on so i looked it up you can't catch it again like i said that's why i said it's like chicken pox or like polio or some shit like that like once you get it like you you get it like it's not like it's um it's not like a reoccurring thing like you could get it it comes back like strep throat or something it's not like that it's like you get it one time, it's in your blood, and technically you're no longer infectious. It's just levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you could get like the older person type and it's progressively, but when you get it, 
the only similarity that it has HIV is when you get it, you can become immunocompromised, meaning that your immune system is down and you could actually get sick and pass from something else. So that's where like you kind of run into that gray line of, but to actually get Corona, it's like, you're not going to relapse in it. You still have it actively in your system. So it's no purpose in me getting the vaccine in my opinion. Your body, your choice. That's what I try to say. But once you sign your life away to the military, they say it's their body, their choice. So listen, yeah, you, once you're part of the government, I mean, we all are. We're all girl. You, 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 you free. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta try to be with me. I got you. You free. I, I live I, like you it. know. I'm compromised in a different way. You know, they got my phone and everything else. So they ain't tapping it. I tell you this, right? So I used to think when I joined the military, it's like they giving out like these high classified ass G14 ass tests and shit. They use the most basic, like our drug test is just a regular piss test. Like it's nothing state of the art. It's nothing out there. They got the people in the military is probably like the most regular people that you see. Like they not, like this ain't no government secret. I'm telling you, but they not using like shit that you see in men in black or nothing like that. It's not like completely at all. It's like they're using the most standard equipment that you would see like the same finger scanner that you got to get into like microsoft or something like that the same one but we're not doing that it's like you just showing id it's regular people so they not they not doing all that extra shit about tapping phones like if you ain't got nothing to find out like if that was the case then as much porn i looked at my phone it would have been came and locked my ass up so they not caring about anything like that until it's like legal terms and then Apple is actually the one who can go in and pull all your shit off your phone versus the government. So this is very true. I did that iOS 14 update. I didn't realize there was more terms and stuff I had to agree to. I felt a little nervous. I was like, you read them? No, but oh, so that's that Cali shit. Cause I just hit agree. So you can update my phone. No, I know, but it felt different. Like I don't remember any of the updates having that many terms and condition changes you know what i mean mm-hmm. should have read it though but like i said i'm part of the system now it's fine the streets got me that's fine i'm good yeah yeah you know they want to look at my only fans or something i don't have any secrets it's fine mm. well technically you agreed to my terms and conditions because once i own like since apple made that four to one swap I own like probably nothing compared to like the real niggas who own in it, but like I feel like pretty big since they made that four to one swap and I had like a some oh, stock some, Apple. You, you're saying you bought some split stocks? Is that what you're saying? I mean, hey, I mean we I <laughs> did thing. too. Listen. No, hey, I, um, advantage. I mean I post I'm glad somebody looked. I'd be feeling like niggas don't look at my story when I post it. So I'm glad you look. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I feel like you know I'm investing. So when I'll be like, hey, you yeah. you're my company now, you know? So I got you. Listen. Sorry, there's like a motorcycle. I live on a really busy street. I got you. But um, yeah, shout out to investing because that's a it's a great time to do that. You know, really learning the market, how it operates, and buying a few stocks and options. <laughs> Generational wealth. What's my next one? Because you know how sidetrack you like motherfuckers. What's my next question? Well, that was all the questions. Really, we can actually wrap this up with the last question, which is a just. What are your thoughts on preventative measures of COVID and how to stay healthy, how to take care of yourself, whether you 
already been infected or you haven't yet. So I wanted this to be the gems portions for my my listeners. Oh, okay. So I guess I'll just switch it back to Navy nurse terms. Um, I would say preventative measures is <laughs> preventative measures I would take is probably just go ahead and make sure that you do wear the mask, even though the masks don't like keep you from getting it. Still want to be precautious. Um, the one thing I will say about it is you just it's a hygiene thing. So just don't be nasty as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Wash your hands, be extra cautious, keep hand sanitizer, things like that. And I will say those things will keep you from kind of catching it. Watch where you're going. If you ain't got to be out, don't be out. But if you catch it, like in my case, I say at that point, at that point, you call it just kind of just live your life at that point. Just do what you got to do. Make sure you don't do anything. Don't spread to anybody else. And just kind of manage as much as you can because not everybody gets lucky as we've seen it's just but you want to make sure you like maximize all your time and don't sit there and start like walking on eggshells so i mean once you catch it you caught it it's like i said it's a respiratory disease so that means as long as motherfuckers is breathing you got a chance to catch it so Mm -hmm. what about if you live with people like how do you protect yourself then like you just stay in your room um let's say you're married like, okay. <laughs> you're gonna, like, so I think they look at it like they want to keep it from getting outside the house. So y'all motherfuckers can catch it. Y'all just quarantine together. It's keeping it inside that house. So just just say if you were to catch it or somebody called in your house, excuse me, if you were to catch it or somebody called in your house, then y'all just need to stay put until, you know, like that little period goes away from y'all. And then like, you know, then y'all can move about. So what you really want to do is you just want to contain it. It's more of containment than keeping it from spreading. Because, I mean, at that, you know, not everybody catches it because I've been around people and they didn't catch it. So I just caught it. So it's not guaranteed that you will catch it, but you want to contain it. So. so containing it. Wear your mask, wash your hands. Wash your ass. Yeah. Quarantine. What about... um? Oh, damn, I forgot that fast. Well, okay, containing is the biggest thing. But what about sharing your status with others? Do you just tell everybody and just... I mean, I I mean, I personally... It kind of goes like one or two ways. I personally would tell them just to kind of let them know. I mean, it ain't AIDS or nothing like that or like a herpes or some shit like that. But... I just didn't want to say anything because I ain't really want. I mean, I think were you paying attention when I caught mine? I just said it kind of blatantly because I was like, "Fuck it." I guess COVID done caught a real nigga. Like I just kept it like whatever. I did. I mean, <laughs> okay. So like, I just kind of just dropped it subtly. Like yeah. I ain't really want all those people like all like hitting me up and shit like that. Oh my god, what the fuck you gonna do? I will say. The only part that sucked about it is like when family members and shit like that didn't come because I was like, I could have died. But I, I don't know. That can go. That can be personal. Like, I guess that's how you perceive it. Like, well, well you do got well. So that's kind of like that. But it's it's all about like what you want from it. Do you not want people to know? Do you because like I said, you don't know what your last day is. So it's kind of like, do you say some shit or do you not? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you got to judge it tell somebody i mean if you really don't want to you don't have well and see but that's my struggle i almost feel like you have to share it if you were at all outside or at all around people working etc like somebody needs to know you know so yeah 
like work wise, like I mean, it's need to know basis, of course, but like just for like the masses and stuff like that. If you're just trying to get like Facebook likes and shit like that, you can keep that shit to yourself. But I mean, like I said, that's a, there's probably people out here doing that pity party thing. Like everybody, oh, you guys, I caught COVID. Send me donations, cash at me, you know, taking full advantage. You know, God has a plan for me, and apparently that plan was for me to catch COVID if I could just be a vessel of knowledge and whatever. It's not like <laughs> how like pastors get caught cheating or some shit like that, and then they want to tell you how to live your life. Like, that's not a nigga catch COVID or something like that. Now he going to tell you how to wash hands. I'm like, bro, it ain't that deep. Like, no. you just caught it. <laughs> you caught it. You'll get through it as long as your immune system is uh, not compromised, right? Yeah, basically. Like I said, it's... It's, it's more of your general health that probably takes you out versus like the actual COVID. Cause like I said, it's not right. that many symptoms for you to test positive for. It ain't like I was, uh, cause the flu takes you out. Wait, diarrhea takes you out worse than oh, COVID-19 right. does. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's other shit that'll have you like bedridden than COVID. It's just, you gotta, you just gotta make sure that you're in, you gotta make sure you're in the good health to do it. So like, you're going through cancer or like something like that it's going to be probably more taxing on you because your body is already working overtime to do chemo and all the other stuff got it and to add to the gems i do feel like just your like how you said your general health is the factor you can prevent a lot of illnesses with dietary forms like eating more vegetables eating less sugar stuff like that um exercising some people told me that i feel like this was in earlier parts of quarantine where people were doing like the steam thing where boil some Mm -hmm. water with fruit like citrus and stuff and then breathing that in helps not sure if that's true but you know you can try the holistic approach of things that might help so there's a will in a way. I feel like it's all about taking care of yourself, though. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen like the will, or I haven't seen people try the the methods she was saying. But you never I heard mean, about the steaming thing? I follow a lot of holistic people, though. <laughs> I've I haven't heard it because when I caught it, my nose wasn't stuffed or anything like that. So it was just I would have never known that I lost it if somebody didn't tell me it was one of the signs and symptoms. So that's why I was saying like, but it could probably like I, I agree that it, it could probably help loosen or like get some of that stuff up out of there because it's still congestion help loosen up. So yeah, and then also like you could take supplements. Like I take um, a vitamin C tablet. There's multivitamins, ginger tablets, turmeric. There's all kinds of things that you could do to boost your immune system. So yeah, just take care of yourself. Bottom line, and if you got it, just stay away from everybody. Basically, basically. All right. Well, thank you, James. Would you like to plug anything while you're here? Um, I appreciate being on. I love your show. Like I said, it's the only other show that I listen to besides my own. But since she told me to plug it, make sure y'all check out the Eight More Than Ninety Two podcast, where we always keep it one hundred. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, and YouTube. We also have our IG, the Eight MT Ninety Two underscore Pod. That's our IG page, and if you want to get at us for the Gmail, is the Eight More Than Ninety Two Podcast at Gmail.com. We have that in Twitter. 
We're a very good show. We've had Miss Danielle bless us with our, her presence, still our highest rated episode. So she has that type of popularity to her. But um, that was nice. For real? That was the highest rated? Yeah, I told you that. I told you this. <laughs> yeah, it's still our highest rated one. So um, we appreciate that. But um, if y'all check us out, um, yeah, if y'all check us out, it's all there. I think our tongue twisted that one. So. Yeah, check out Eight More Than 92. They're really dope. You know what? I should have wore your shirt, but I wear it so much. It's actually in my dirty clothes. So oh, okay. Good save. I got you. It's a fact. I promise. It's such a good quality of cotton. Whatever you got, those were quality. Quality I appreciate shirts. It. We uh hoodie season. Hoodie season coming up pretty Ooh. soon. Yes. I would like to purchase a hoodie from you. Let me know when those get rolling. I got you. So yeah, hoodie season and I don't know what we're gonna do for the spring. I got time to think about it. Somebody said beaters or something, some bullshit, but you said beater? Oh, like white oh, what do y'all call tank tops in Cali? We call them wife beaters out here. What y'all call them out there? Wife beaters, but a shirt by itself threw me. I was like beaters. What's the Oh okay. (laughs) My bad. But yeah, yeah, uh we um let me prepare my tell. So yeah, we wanna put out some uh tank tops that we really wanna put out for our for our Western people, we want to make sure that we can get them styling, profiling with the sun and everything like that. We also make sure we want to kind of get some crop tops for our ladies and people that are fornicating and producing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can get some eight more than 92 uh, onesies for our baby listeners out there. And we just feel like it's very good for us to keep it 100. You know, we can say the full words in the South too, but we just choose to slow it down a little bit. But I can understand saying the complete sentence when we say it. So just look out for our merchandise. I, I'm loving the digs, the Cali digs. They're great. It is, man. I, it's just, you know, especially when y'all cuss people out. Like like I said, when I be watching uh, All American or like Snowfall and all that type shit, and they just be like, say the whole word when they cuss somebody out. It's just funny to me. It's funny to me, too. No, it's not. This, they, you don't even notice it. You couldn't have noticed it. I mean, I feel like the punctuation or the enunciation of words is very much um, mm-hmm. distinct. Like R's are hard R's, you know, especially in LA. It's such a, a thing. But anyway, we're wrapping up the episode. But James, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. I appreciate your insight on COVID. I appreciate your podcast and I want everyone to tune into it. Support the podcast like you guys support me and who support me. Please follow girl what underscore pod on Instagram. That's the IG page for my pod. Um, I still need reviews on Apple. So if you can go to Apple and rate me five stars, not two, five. I don't know who did that. That was rude because I didn't leave an explanation. If you're going to give me two stars, tell me why. I would love to know. So, yes, the reviews are just as important as the star rating. So please hit me up there. And yes, that was another episode of Girl What? Thank you, James. And toodaloo, you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye.